Dancy Lagarde fans, you will be thrilled to know a book is coming out if you fund it. Via Unbound, we are publishing The Dancy Lagarde Reader by Alice Fraser and Dancy Lagarde, a glorious insight into the world of Dancy Lagarde, self-published romance maven and online bestseller. If you would like to find out how to support it, go to thebuglepodcast.com. If we get enough support, we will publish the book. That's a real thing that's going to happen. Thebuglepodcast.com to support The Dancy Lagarde Reader. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode marks the 6th of August of the year 2020, and on this day in 1497, Italian explorer John Cabot returned to Bristol from North America, first European to do so since the Vikings, and I'm sure we all remember him. Your guest today is our favourite disgraced yoga instructress, currently back from a gruelling court case with the activewear community for her nude hot yoga sex parties. Her time in the courtroom, the subject of her recent self-help book, Hot, 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 Hot. Charlie George, welcome back to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. I also have a small pamphlet on how to, the rules and guidance for how to come to one of my parties. It's called Hot and Slidy, Wet and Slidy. <laughs> Coming up today, Charlie George will be bringing you your top story, which today is agreeableness news out of Togo. But first, some headlines of stories we won't have time for. And in the news, as the COVID crisis becomes increasingly boring but excitingly no less deadly, people are turning to celebrities for their medical opinions because who wants to hear the same old facts from doctors? Boo! Pop superstar and famously out-of-touch senior citizen Madonna posted a coronavirus conspiracy theory to her 15 million Instagram followers, claiming that a vaccine has already been found for the coronavirus but is being hidden from the public to, quote, let fear control the people, end quote. What a fool. Doesn't she know the people can't be controlled until the vaccine microchips them? You can't have it both ways, Madonna. We should have known she was dangerously indecisive about the state of reality when she released Like a Virgin, <laughs> a song about not being a virgin. Former Eurythmics frontwoman Annie Lennox has joined the chorus of fans asking Madonna to delete the post, writing, This is utter madness. Can't believe you're endorsing this dangerous quackery. Also, remember Eurythmics. Our albums are still available to stream or download. And the University of Gloxford has accelerated its vaccine testing program by advertising it as a subscription COVID vaccine service. Once a month, they will deliver a super experimental COVID vaccine that may or may not work or may have horrifying side effects to its paying customers. And then they measure those side effects on Twitter. So let's hope that accelerates the process. And in America, Bob the Sentient Trash Island is hosting Bob tours of his own floating offshore mass as Democratic fundraisers during his final campaign run. Made from recycled super pack packaging, the body of Bob the Sentient Trash Island will host a number of extremely high-flying dinners. Charlie George, I know you have some celebrity friends. Will you be going to any of these uh, fundraising dinners on Bob? Yes, I will be taking Jimmy Carr as my guest. He's a big fan of trash. We'll be just smoozing around and tasting the new canapes that they have there. Well, yes, and, and also uh, Jimmy Carr, big fan of not paying tax, for which purpose Bob the Sentient Trash Island was originally created pre-sentience. I'm not sure if you know this, uh, Charlie George, but he was created as a, an offshore libertarian paradise 
for tech billionaires who wanted to escape the consequences of their extremely foreseeable actions. But unfortunately, some sentient nanobots were let loose into his infrastructure. And since then, he's gotten into politics. Oh, great. I'll bring some of my other waistcoat wearing friends who like to keep their receipts in their waistcoats. That'd be great. (laughs) Well, that's all the time we have for the stories that we don't have time for, because now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now, because what else are we keeping your attention for except to sell it? And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Shane's Shame Shed for when you've done your partner an irreparable wrong and want to build a shed so you can expiate your sins in a material format. If you're sick of talking about it and apologising, try building them a shed. Available models include a simple betrayal shed, Facebook flirter cabin and the three-storey IKEA-style flat pack in Fidela Shed. Shane's Shame Shed, because you don't want to feel guilty forever. Uh, have you ever wanted to build a shed? Oh my gosh, I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to Google how to do a DIY shame shed. Can you do DIY ones? I need one <laughs> for all my shame. I feel like you should probably do it. I mean, however ashamed you are, you can't feel shame in a shed. And the good thing is if you build the shed and they still don't forgive you, uh, you can live in the shed. <laughs> that's true, that's true. And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Deep Sea Fish. Ew, (laughs) creepy. Are those its eyes? Deep sea fish. Leave them where they are. (laughs) Are you addicted to Twitter? Do you kind of hate the information superhighway that's coming into your pocket at all times? Try dropping your iPhone or Android into half a glass of water. Half a glass of water. If applied properly, it'll wash a lot of your problems away. 
it was at that moment I realised I hadn't had a thought in several decades. In fact, I couldn't be sure whether I was getting irritated or if I was having an orgasm, but I knew I felt something. <laughs> a great eyewitness account there from Pip at the Peachstone restaurant in West Togo, where the massacre first broke out. All that remains of West Togo now is the resounding echoes of compliments made out of politeness during the slaughter. <laughs> 93 seconds of almost silence will be held in remembrance, whilst the fruit trees, a tribute band to the Fugees, will play, <laughs> leaving remaining Togonians to question, is being too agreeable killing them softly? And the formal review of a new law where it's possible to show less than agreeable feelings in a designated safe space, where all disagreements must be made in 280 characters, and entirely out of peach stones. <laughs> That's a really fascinating piece of news, Charlie George. I once got caught in a generosity competition and it was incredibly difficult to find a winner because everyone kept handing the medal around. <laughs> Oh, that sounds lovely. Yes, it is hard. You can get to a stalemate very easily with agreeableness. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. After you. No, no, after you. Please continue. No, you go first. I feel like uh, it was definitely you. You're just so brilliant. <laughs> Carry on. Uh... <laughs> um, that's all we have for agreeable news this week. If you are feeling that agreeableness is killing you, you can call the Togetonians on an emergency number called... It's basically the digits say, please help me, but they're all in numbers. Excellent. That's all the time we have for your top story today because now it's time for your letters to the editor. Your letters to the editor now. And remember, you can send a letter to the editor by writing to us at the last post at somethingelse.com. And this letter comes in from Misha. Dear Alice and guest. That's you today, Charlie. Ooh. As an avid podcast listener, I have recently been somewhat confused about you and your podcast. I can tell this is going to be a stupid letter already. <laughs> With recent rift revelations on the last post, I now believe I am suffering from dimensional confusion, not to be confused with dementia. Could you please clarify a few things for me so I know what belongs in which dimension? Question one, are the octopus tribes of New New Zealand taking over? And if so, what's that like? Considering the current state of my dimension, it might be an option for me. Question two, why don't we hear much about the Picts anymore? Have they gone back underground after achieving Brexit or are you suppressing reports? Question three, what is with your accent? We all know Australia isn't real. Thank you, Alice, for taking the time to address the issues in this very sane and sensible letter. And good luck to you, Christopher. P.S. Love the show. I rate it four out of five. Uh, with kind regards, Misha. First of all, the octopus tribes of New New Zealand have taken no hostile action, and I resent anybody who implies that they might be a danger to society. I think this is just prejudice that comes from the fact that their flag happens to look like a pile of human bodies with an octopus standing on top of it, and that they take over all terrestrial news channels at 6pm every night with an hour of tentacle time television that no one can quite remember what it contained but i for one welcome our octopus friends as we say let's just all shake all hands and that's all the time we have for your letters to the editor remember you too can send a letter to the editor by writing to us at the last post at somethingelse.com and thank you for listening to the last post today we're here in your ears 366 days of this year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension 
and a big hello to all our listeners over there in your dimension. Now that we've crossed our streams, feel free to check out our previous episodes or subscribe to the feed to get new ones. Your guest today on the podcast was Charlie George. Charlie, have you got anything to plug? My Twitter is at CG Does Comedy. So you can follow me there for pictures of bunnies I like and um, retweeting positive news and sometimes occasionally writing weird little jokes or sayings. Please do share us with your friends so we can maximise our advertising potential by showing them listenership engagement. That's really all you are to us. The last post is an Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at, at alliterative on Twitter and Instagram. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E. Or commit to the full Alice Fraser experience by signing up on patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. My special savage is available on Amazon Prime. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. His adoring and bedazzled subordinate producers are Harriet Wells and Ped Hunter, as they and we always say, good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. (laughs) 